This episode of the BJJ Campaign Podcast is brought to you by Speed Pro East Bay in Alameda, California, in the heart of the San Francisco Bay Area. They're the source for premium visual solutions to spruce up your interior space. From window decals and wall murals to conference room graphics and directional signage, create a work environment that is tailored to your brand. They'll not only print your custom graphics, but do installation as well. Visit eastbayspeedpro.com. That's E-A-S-T-B-A-Y-S-P-E-E-D-P-R-O.com. And mention the BJJ Campaign Podcast for 15% off your first order. Also, Eddie is a jiu-jitsu guy, so folks go out there and support him. I'm about to feed him to the sharks right now. Get him hyped right now. Yeah. You know the ground is our Yeah Everybody that trains You know the game Yeah So let's get it uh. Slap it up, bump it and roll hey. Yeah, that's the way that it go Ain't no better way to better yourself in this game You're feeling the growth That's time on the mat, we put in the work Believe it ain't easy, I know. You know But we train for the love of the game The love of the art Now slap it up, bump it, let's roll, let's roll. Welcome to episode 61 of the BJJ Campaign Podcast. My name is Jeff Boone. I'm an A3, blue belt, three stripes. Phil Kors, A2, blue belt, two stripes. Philly, just a little housekeeping from last week. I looked up the betting line on the Gordon Ryan versus Bo Nickel match. Mm -hmm. It's coming up. Yeah. There is no betting line. Where'd you look? On the interwebs. Oh, okay. Yeah, I typed in Google search, betting line, Gordon Ryan versus Bo Nickel. And there was a bunch of things from Flow Grappling that came up. Mm-hmm. And then if it's not on page one, two, or three, really, actually, if it's not on page one, it's probably not going to happen. But I looked through three pages of it, and there was no betting line. Yeah, I never even scrolled down. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> uh, folks, uh, lesson for you out there, search engine optimization, very important. Yeah, nobody scrolls. <laughs> or SEO as the kids are calling it. True. Um, so, so let's talk about first, first off next week's going to be the uh, Christmas episode of the BJJ campaign podcast. And we're going to go over some stuff. We're going to ask for the input from the um, BJJ campaign Facebook group for that. Uh, but just as a primer to that, what are some of the things that you would want as a Jujutero for Christmas? I'm not going to talk about anything until we finish this armbar discussion. All right. Going back to the, I'm not talking about anything else. Okay, let's go. Give your opinion and I'll tell you why it's wrong. Okay, set up for our audience is Phil's concentrating on um, back attacks. Great thing to concentrate on, right? Because mm-hmm. you're getting there more often. Yeah, uh, so... Backstory, if you don't know me, I was real bad at jiu-jitsu, and I decided that I should stop only being the close guard. I want to focus on trying to get on top, whether that's by taking someone down or sweeping them, or any way that I can. And once I'm on top, if I can get to their back, that's even better. It's a great position. Most would say the best position. I came up with all those ideas myself. <laughs> that was very unique. So it took me a long time, but now sometimes I get to people's backs. Carry on. That you do. So in certain positions, whenever, or or on the back, whenever you're struggling to get attacks working, there's an option from the back to take the arm bar from the back, right? So you, you 
trap the whatever side your underhook hand is on, trap that arm, take the arm over the head, across, and then chop the head down so that it brings you up and brings you in that arm bar position. Mm-hmm. Um, again, not leaving the back just because you're you're there and you want to immediately go to the arm bar. That's not what I'm suggesting at all. What I'm suggesting is if you're having an issue with the finish from there, that's always an option. It's a very effective option. I don't like that option. Why? Because if I fail, where am I? Getting stacked. Right back in the bottom and the close guard. And my argument for that is, okay, so you're getting stacked. Maybe you belly down. They take your back. So now you get to defend your back. I defend my back all the time. So why not do it more? Do you get better at it? I'm trying to get better at things hmm. that I want to get better at. Like there's Defending a lot of back, times. You don't want to get better at that? There's a lot of times I don't have a choice. I'm going to be on the bottom and I'm going to be defending my back. Mm-hmm. When I have the choice to be on someone else's back, I'm going to stay there if I can. So it's the same, like it's a similar idea in my head. Like, why don't you go for the foot locks, leg locks or whatever, when you're on the bottom? I do. I thought in the past you've told me not to do that or do you not do them when you're on top? No, no, you never want to give up. Posi- well, I'm not going to say you never want to give up position. You know, maybe there's maybe there's some time whenever you are having a hard time passing someone's guard. They're they're better than you. They're doing that. Maybe you sit back into a footlock, but that's not the position that I'm going for footlocks or or any of that from. It's always the bottom position to where I'm in a sweet position to where I can get on top or submit from the bottom with that position. Okay. Mm. So a general rule for you is when you're on top, you won't go for a footlock. Correct. Okay. General rule for me is when I'm on the back, I'm not going to go for an arm bar. I'm going to stay on the back. There are exceptions to that rule. Are there exceptions to your arm lock rule when you're on the back? No. You need to be a little more flexible. Mm, Not true. It is. See that because you can, I can keep attacking. Like I'm not losing anything. Like I can just keep working my grips in. I don't understand. As long as I can keep the back position, why would I why would I want to lose that? I mean, if you want to train in the exact same position for eight minutes of an eight minute round and not try to try to take a little bit of risk like like your hero says, Marcelo Garcia. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that little video with him and Dylan Danis whenever he says there's different times you was take that risks? Dylan Danis in that video? Yeah, it was. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. There's different times that you take risks and your high risk opportunity is in training. You would consider that a high risk opportunity, right? Whenever you're. Yes. Yeah. So that's when you're supposed to be taking those risks. And that is your, your hero who you love dearly. Marcelo Garcia. So I guess it comes back again to you're, you're acting like I've been on people's back for a long period of time. You're acting like I am really good at it and I don't need to practice that part. I'm already not great at the back in the first place. I lose that position constantly. So why wouldn't I want to try to improve that first and then expand off it? Why would I want to just try to do 15 different things from the back terribly versus getting good at one or two, 
learning what to do from there and then expanding off of that. First off, I should have dropped the mic after that last comment because I feel like it was very powerful. Second which, off. Which comment? None of that was powerful. It, okay. Maybe you're right. Um, <laughs> second off, I'm not telling you to do 15 moves. You work three things in the back. I know what your back attacks are. I've defended them. Because you take your gi over you, your shoulder. You're a cheater. You're a dirty cheater. Jiu-jitsu is about cheating. Yeah. Uh, top tip for everyone out there. Don't tell them. <laughs> if, <laughs> if someone's <laughs> trying to feed the gi, all you got to do is take your other hand and pull it over your shoulder so that it's down so that they can't get the gi. You're out of the choking hazard. <laughs> top tip. Um, again, you're only working three or four things. I know what your back attacks are. Mm -hmm. Adding one more five is another thing that you can add on easily and work that so that, so that you can a figure out more back attacks for, for different situations. Cause what if, what if that person, uh, you know, whenever you get your, your arm over the choking hand, if they get their head under that choking hand, you've got, you've almost got to go to that arm bar anyway. So why not practice that? I don't know what you're talking about. When their choking hand, they get your choking hand, they push it up, it goes over their head. That's the perfect time to go for that arm bar. Hmm. That never happens. Yeah, it does. does. Can't think of one time. <laughs> it, listen, we can agree to disagree on this one, but the thing is, I'm right. Hmm. I don't think so. <laughs> okay, we'll agree to disagree and that I'm right. Um, moving on. This. Uh, I'm going to ask more people. I'm going to get more opinions listen, on this. All right, go, oh, on, go on the Facebook group page, folks out there. And uh, actually, you know what? I'm we'll ask do? John and Ryan. We'll create a poll. We'll create, a, create poll. a poll. Yeah, that's, that's what we're going to do. Create a poll. One's the first option is going to be you should stay on the back and pr practice the three moves that you're that you're really focusing on. Second option is you should go on the back, practice the three moves plus one bailout move, which is the arm bar that you've been working on. Or B, never take the back because it's a terrible position. Or C. Yeah, I was gonna say your letters C. are weird. Yeah, sorry. Uh, okay, you can create that poll. So yeah. I, I have read people don't like the back. Well, yeah, I mean, sure. I mean, whenever we weren't getting to the back, we didn't like they the probably back. just liked arm bars. So they were probably trying to do arm bars and they were like, this is dumb. <laughs> I get that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right. Very good. So moving on Christmas gifts. Give me, give me one thing that, uh, that you'll be able to Marcelo Garcia DVDs. <laughs> You've already got those. <laughs> By the way, his curly hair in that video, how long ago was that? I don't know. It's old. It's a very square box that comes up. Most of them nowadays some, are widescreen. Yeah, had some curly hair. Handsome man. Um, uh, okay, that that's good. Um, stocking stuffers. Let's, I'll go with a stocking stuffer. Tape. You said that last year. It's a great stocking. And guess what? I need tape now. I've gone through my tape from my stocking from last year. Yeah. Which kind of tape do you get? I like the one. It's called the First Aid. It's the Band-Aid brand First Aid tape because it's um, 
it tears easy and it's really, uh, it doesn't flex. I have no idea how John tears that tape because every time I walk over there, it's a black um, belt. I was like, <laughs> I'm going to have to use the whole roll because I, love I can't seeing, separate it. I love seeing legs struggle in promotions because, you know, they get off now. <laughs> Whenever he's pulling it out and you can see him sitting there and, and he's, uh, he's like, he's like trying to rip with, with both hands. So and hard. then he finally goes to the teeth. Yeah. You know, he's finally, he finally it's so hard to tear that tape. Terrible. I don't understand. I don't either. Black belt moves, you know, we yeah. can't, we're not going to understand that for a while now. So, um, <laughs> uh, okay. What other, oh, I got another stocking stuffer and this is one that uh, Charlie made me think of cause he's been, you know, he's got his little finger yeah, we'll, we'll those things. Too. Penguin fingers. Have you seen those? Yeah. We'll wear them too. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. But the penguin fingers are the, um, you put them in the freezer or refrigerator for after training. It's not the ones that you wear during oh, training okay. and it's, um, it's to cool them down. It's really cool. They were sponsors. They're sponsors of like, uh, uh, EBI, um, and, and other ones. And I saw it on there. It looked pretty cool. I don't really have problems with my hands. I don't really make grips that tight or just maybe I'm just not, I don't know. Maybe I'm not gripping enough, but I don't really have problems with my fingers. So, but if you're having issues with your fingers, maybe those penguin fingers. Mm-hmm. What else? I, don't know, I wear a bunch of different braces, back brace, one for the shoulders, for the neck. I don't know. The people, I don't know if everybody needs those though. I, I think just when you said that, I thought of that one thing that I got off of Amazon, that posture. Uh, correction yeah like thing it, that's yeah. really good i was talking to blake about that too because i was like you know because he's always telling me to do those stretches in the door which i'm mm-hmm. probably never gonna do but if i wear that thing it stretches my chest out um totally agree pulls the shoulders back because it's like the opposite of like the garden hunched over and i spend all the time either that could be a stocking stuffer too it's pretty small but it's yeah. like 20 bucks or something like that too it's yeah it's not it's amazon it's really i i've i've worn mine and it, it really helps whenever my shoulders are getting out of whack yeah, I feel like in my, like, it's either upper spine or lower neck. I don't actually know mm-hmm. which part it is, but it's definitely related to my chest being, like, curled. Mm-hmm. And if you don't like that person um, and you still want to get them a gift, maybe um, wrestling headgear. Mm. <laughs> Scratch that. Don't do that. Yeah, I might have to get that at some point. I think if they go ah, wrestling. Your I'm, ear's I'm, already screwed, you know. Yeah, I know. But yeah. it's like... I don't know. We'll see. Just toughen them up. So I don't know how to do that. Make tougher ears. Yeah, that's a good idea. Um, Ryan Hall DVDs. Obviously, we can't not mention that. Oh yeah. Um, and Kyle Terra, if you're out there listening, yeah, Joey's cheating on you. He doesn't. He doesn't love you anymore. No, he loves Ryan Hall. Yeah. Who was? Who was? Uh, who was Ryan Hall the coach of that we've had on the podcast, Phil? Trey Pace. Yeah. It's crazy. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. Big fan of both of them. We know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, okay. Other stocking stuff or other little things. What are other little, maybe, uh, maybe grip trainers, right? You can do that. Uh, Orangahang, I think that's the origin one. I think that they had that, like, you can hang it up. It's like ghee material that you can grip onto while you're doing pull-ups or just hangs or stuff like that. 
um, those little cheap, uh, little cheap, uh, squeezer squeezers things. Yeah. yeah. Those, or just a bucket of rice that you plunge your hands down into. That works well too. What? You've never seen that? No. I used to do that. It was to gr- grip strength. So you fill up a five gallon bucket with rice yeah and you plunge your hands down and squeeze whenever you're in there and it really really gives the grips a workout it's pretty cool weird yeah works really well look it up youtube grip training rice in a bucket okay okay yeah weird. um buy a mcgee and a podcast rash guard or something i don't know i mean we that's what i would wear yeah they just have the black friday kitchen sink sale but by the way we're extending that by popular demand Forever. Forever. <laughs> um, yeah, get them, get them some swag. Uh, if you go on, just a top tip, if you go on Amazon and search jujitsu shirts and get them there, go to Cage Side MMA or Toro BJJ, get every, I mean, folks, I got every shirt that Boomer yeah, You have a Christmas jujitsu shirt on now. A what? A Christmas jujitsu shirt on now. I got this off of Amazon, Christmas yeah, jujitsu shirt. I believe it. Yeah, yeah. You can type in Christmas jujitsu shirt. It'll I'm come up. Sure, it will. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I have a couple. I like these Toro shirts. They're very comfortable. The Toro shirts are the, the most comfortable there are, and that's by the way, folks who does our um, who does our shirts and our hoodies, and they're super comfortable. Mm-hmm. So check them out. They had some really good deals on Black Friday. I'm sure they're running those through Christmas too. A seventy-five dollar gee if you want to get your your peeps a gee that white gee the Jeff Shaw gee yeah I saw that they had a deal on that I think I have enough gees for now yeah same here that rift one's getting blue really fast have you noticed that getting what blue because the mats are blue really yeah it's weird I haven't noticed it on my rift gee by origin it's unbelievable we. How many times do we get complimented on how soft it is? Every time somebody sees it They're for like, the first time. like, when I'm making grips on that gi, it feels great. I'm like, well, stop making grips. <laughs> I don't like that. It's true. <laughs> you can't break those grips. They just want to hold <laughs> on. because it's soft. Yeah. I know. Damn you, Origin. Um, let's see. What else? You can supplements if people are into that, but I feel like you got to know what people are taking. You want to just give them some weird stuff. No, if there's somebody that does jiu-jitsu who's not taking supplements, then get them krill, krill oil, turmeric, ginger, MSM, chondroitin. You can get that all, not the krill oil, but the MSM, chondroitin, turmeric, and ginger. You can get that all in one supplement. Um, really good stuff. Uh, really helps uh, anti-inflammatory process. You know, not have to take all the Motrin, ibuprofen, or anything like that. Um Let's see. You said back brace, maybe knee brace. Knee yeah, pads. I mean, whatever's bothering them. Knee pads. Yeah. Elbow pads. MMA gloves. Mm. Shorts. It's like we've covered everything people can wear. Rash guards. Yeah, rash guards. Short. Uh, yeah, definitely shorts. I never wear them. I don't either. Not that much. Spats. Don't wear those either. I can't find those, by the way, in Walmart. I don't know. I looked like five different times. I don't see them. Well, then just go on Amazon. They're like $14 on Amazon. Type in spats. Boom. Yeah. It's a good idea. Yeah. 
Anything else? I don't know. I feel like if you, you just buy a DVD mouth or something. Guard. They don't have a mouth I, I stopped wearing the mouth guard a while back. I don't wear a mouth guard either. Yeah. Probably should. I did for a long time, then I stopped. A lot of people say they chip their teeth. I don't know. Yeah. I just don't like them. Agreed. Well, moving on. Um, Phil, what have you been doing in your training that is just purely for fun? Taking the back. I just, I just feel like you should have seen that coming. Well, it is very fun. It is. Agreed. Nothing, nothing. So, I would argue with you. Because we did that at Sunday Rolls today, that um, deep half guard stuff. Looked like you were having fun doing that. Yeah, no, I am. That's that's uh, that's next on my list. There was a uh, man. I, I we were talking about it before, but I probably watched like eight hours worth of DVDs after having not watched anything for like probably close to a year. Yeah, um, I think around Christmas time last year was the last time I sat down and watched like a DVD. Folks, he's getting bored with Call of Duty, you can tell. Yeah. Um, so I I just watched like a bunch. And then what was cool is now I'm able to see like specific situations that happen almost with like certain people all the time. Like I'm like, mm-hmm. that happens with that guy all the time. That happens with this guy all the time. And it's just like one more thing I can kind of add on to. And uh, the X guard is something that I've tried to do for like a year, kind of like on and off. Mm -hmm. And uh, I've noticed sometimes from like a knee shield position that I think there's space that I try to start digging for a leg or whatever. So that's fun. I don't really know how to do it. I don't think that'll ever be part of um, what I'll try to do is like an A game necessarily. I think the A game that I'm trying to figure out is, is somehow get on top and pass the guard and, no, but I think back, it, I but. think that gets you to your A game because the that that whole thing with deep half is it's a great um, position for smaller players where you don't carry the weight. Mm-hmm. You know, you carry you carry no weight. There's a bird on the screen out there. There's a bird that's trying to commit suicide by <laughs> running into the screen in the worldwide BJJ campaign studios. Yeah, that was distracting. Um, yeah, so that's interesting to me. That's been something I played with a couple times here and there, and I kind of always move on because I've always had the same problem of, like, how do you get into it? And I did notice – so I remember watching the same DVD last year, and I would I just am pretty sure all I watched was, like, how he swept people. And then the problem I was having is I had no idea how to is get the there. Yeah. yeah. I was like, I don't even know how to get into this. And it's then really which way hard. did my legs go? Uh, so – rewatching it this time he shows like four entries before he shows anything else and i was like hey he's got that figured out that's the hard part so i thought that was cool um obviously spending a lot of time on the mat this year trying to do stuff you know and then watching the dvds and a lot more of it makes sense or instructionals whatever you want to call them uh a lot more made sense or you can see more yeah I like the way they're presented uh, because it's more of like a seminar format where it's like one idea taken through a progression with reactions involved and what to do, you know, versus just the YouTube stuff that I've watched in the past, which was all okay, but it was so random, you know? Mm. Yeah. You're going down a rabbit hole and then you're going to different stuff and it takes you to something else. Yeah. And then it's different people and things like that. And I don't know. So 
I liked it though. I watched a, I watched a bunch of it. I used some of it right away. I'm still playing with some of the other stuff and I don't necessarily think it's going to be something I do all the time, mm. but you know, let's talk about that. The proper way to actually watch one of the instructionals, right? I mean, we've done it a couple of different ways that Marillo Bustamante, the one that we practice the mount stuff with. Do you remember whenever we did that at the, um, Academy? No, you don't remember that? We mount? took the iPad in there and, Watch. That was that was something else. Was it? I do remember that, but that was guard stuff. No, I thought it was the uh, it's Cabrini stuff. Was it? Oh, because I didn't even know who it was. And I think right. John walked in, looked at the computer, and was like, huh, "Cabrini." Yeah, yeah. I didn't even know who <laughs> the guy was. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was um, a long time ago. But we did that, and we were kind of in practicing. I think that's a good way to to watch them. But I'll tell you what, just having, uh, you know, whenever I had that took you know like five six days off and my knees completely back to normal now which is awesome mm-hmm. um really stoked about that but um but whenever i did that i watched that enter the system the kimura system by john danaher and it was like 16 hours you know and i wasn't i was just getting the concepts it wasn't like i wasn't and it the kimura system is something i'm super interested in john's great at teaching it so i think that's but I think where you're going is the right way where like I started watching Kyle Terra's half guard because I literally thought it was just a basic. I thought that was his basic one. <laughs> it's the weird way he plays half guard, yeah. which maybe not uh, weird might be the wrong word, but like he's doing some different stuff. And I was like, I watched like 10 minutes and I kind of was like fast forwarding and I was like, there's no point in me watching this. And I just shut it off, you know? And then I was going back to just guard passing and things like that where it's, I'm already doing this and I just want to hear what they have to say. Because they're going to say it a little bit different. And then one thing's going to click. And I'm like, oh, that's what he means when he always says that. You know, but yeah, I think no, that's what you were doing with the Kimura DVDs. No, to- totally agree. And you know what, too, Phil? I think that revisiting that Kyotera um, uh, half guard instructional is probably not a bad idea right now. You're playing a lot more half guard. No, so I mean, I watched it yesterday. I have no idea what he's doing. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, no, it's weird. It was, I mean, it's not weird. It's just that the he's one I really was good watching, at half guard. Yeah. The one I was watching is, it was like a weird knee shield. And he has like 72 sweeps from there. Yeah. I mean, there was a bunch of half guard DVDs. Yeah. I clicked on one that it's what he's, I think he's calling it Terra guard or something oh, where he okay. starts the movie by saying like, I do seminars and, people ask me to show this guard that I play. That's a little different. Okay. It's not half guard. Right. Okay. So that's what I thought it was. So I watched like, okay. I skipped through like the first 10 minutes and I was like, this is not for me right now. Mm-hmm. You know? So I just, but I think like looking for a fundamentals one or like the stuff that I've been doing like that, that was what was cool was now it's seeing the positions that I'm already in and getting another look or seeing the next step or seeing um, for an example, on a knee cut, somebody was like, you don't want to put your knee close to their hip. You want to put your knee all the way as close to their knee as possible, which is what he says. He's like, you got a good 90 degrees. He says it every time, but I'm like, I was telling you, I'm aiming my knee right there, Mm -hmm. you know? So I'm putting it in the place where it's getting stuck. So close to the hip. Yeah. Like I'm diving in, in that particular spot on purpose and drilling it that way, you know, and that's wrong. Mm -hmm. And he says not to do it, but it never clicked. And just for whatever reason, watching it the other morning, I just hear him say that. And I'm like, oh, I'm doing that wrong, you know? 
and it's just hearing it a different way on something I'm already doing, uh, I think is what kind of is reinforcing it, which was cool. So I'll see if I can fix it. Yeah, no, no, agreed. And I, I do think that's the proper way to watch it. And I think is to get the concepts overall, like, like, boy, it's, there's so much detail in it. If you focused on every detail, you would have to spend, or I would have to spend an hour on every 10 minutes of anything that Danaher shows, you know, but I don't want to do it for that. I want to get it for the, the major three concepts that he goes through over and over again and, and head position, arm close, you know, all these things that, that are very important that, that obviously our instructor says whenever we're going over the positions as well, but it's oftentimes good to hear another perspective, good to hear it in a different way, framed in a different way. And, um, so that's the way I like to watch them. I like to go through them and then maybe the second time through take, take them, uh, go a little more analytical with it. And then the third time, maybe take them on the mat with you, um, you know, on the sections in particular and the positions that you find most helpful. Yeah, I mean, if you think about how many times we've seen the Kimura in class, like, and every time you see it, you hear another detail. I don't think there's like with those, I don't think there's a wrong way to like apply it, but I, I see what they're saying when they're people say, be careful about, you know, going down that YouTube rabbit hole because sure. you'll, I, don't know, I think if you get into too many things, it gets hard. You well, know? at that point, it and doesn't the, become... next thing you know, you have a guy telling you to like give up the back for an arm bar, like, and that's <laughs> ridiculous. You have to be careful. You can't listen you to those people. To be careful. Listen yeah. to a random podcast, and this guy's like, "Yeah, just dump the guy out of the back and get stacked." <laughs> You're training, Phil. And sometimes, <laughs> sometimes you know those rabbit holes are good to go down because it's just fun. Like, it's just fun watching it, right? You're not really gaining anything from it as far as your training, other than you're thinking about jujitsu. I saw I saw him demonstrate a counter to that, like, X-guard sweep where they kind of stand up and base with your leg. Marcelo and, Garcia? Yeah, and he, like, rolls through into some other stuff. And I was like, that's awesome, and I'm not going to bother to listen to the details on that. <laughs> Moving on. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um so yeah, that is, I mean, those are all things that are, that are fun right now. And yeah. And I mean, last time, I mean, it wasn't that long ago that we were talking about watching YouTube videos and stuff. And I was like, I don't do it. Um, mm-hmm. and I haven't, but I don't, it always comes back to like, are you ready for hearing those things? And I think there's a lot of things that I wasn't, you know, where mm-hmm. it's like, I could have watched technique and it wouldn't have made any sense. I wouldn't have known when to do it. Um, cause I watched a whole crucifix DVD that I got. And in my opinion, there's one situation that comes up right now all the time where I get rolled mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, I can just do that. Cool. And I can end up in a much better position than being kind of stacked or, mm-hmm. you know, uh, squished. Yeah, sure. So, you know, it's, if you pick up one thing from doing all that, I'd be pumped. Yeah. So. No, agreed. Agreed. And you're just thinking about jujitsu. So you're going to think of other things or maybe think of things that you can improve upon as well. Moving on to the next topic, and that's um, that's something that's very important. It's actively contributing to the positivity of the environment in your academy, right? Mm-hmm. Something that everybody has to do. It comes from the top down, obviously, with your your professor, your instructor, um, your coach, whoever. But um, you know, just just a few things that you can do to actively contribute to the positivity of your training environment. Phil, you got one? I just try to talk to new people when I see them. 
Yeah. Yeah, I mean, welcome. Sucks being new. Yeah. Yeah, everybody's nervous. That that hardest step is that first step in the door, right? Yeah. Yeah, so make sure that it's a welcoming environment, you know, whenever they come in. Help them out. Teach them, you know, because they're not going to know. I mean, they might be out in the parking lot watching a YouTube video on tying their belts. Yeah. You know, maybe help them tie their belt. That'd be ridiculous. Who would do that? It would be ridiculous. And I don't know. <laughs> um, for the audience, I did that. But um, anyway, so I, th- I think that's uh, really important, you know, really important. And of course, that's an example that's, that's sent that's down. That's the biggest thing that sticks out to me when you say that is it's, it's, because it's going to be that first couple of months where people kind of either get in the habit or they don't. I yeah. feel like, you know, there's that first period i think where a lot of people get excited and then it's not that exciting anymore when when's that i hadn't found that yet when they stop coming oh it's not that exciting when they say yeah yeah i I feel like at first everything's new and cool and they want to try it and then they kind of fall off because it's hard Mm -hmm. right and then maybe even after that welcome welcome the new person and and help them tie their belt maybe you pair up with them right because they don't know what's going on and you're you know, someone who knows what's going on. You've been to many, many of these classes and you pair up with them and you teach them the proper training habits or the proper way to uh, do things, you know, to, to whenever um, your professor shows the move to go back and drill that move and just get as many reps as you can and not, not over coach anything. Just take the simple things and let them get reps in after rep. And that way, if you lead and show them by example that you're getting more and more reps in, they'll take that into their, uh, into their future training and, and make them make everyone a better training partner. Right. So getting those reps in, you know, letting the technique fail and asking the questions, seeing where it fails, doing things like that. Mm -hmm. What else you got on this one? Uh, well, maybe if, maybe if they're new to rolling, you know, they don't know, obviously whenever you're new to rolling, you have no idea what's going on and maybe they, maybe they grab a finger or something like that. And then, you know, instead of getting mad at them for grabbing the finger. I just thought about the time Blake bit Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> Explain. It's the whole story. Charlie was in the mount. Blake couldn't get him off. He bit him. <laughs> Uh, Blake funny. was on podcast number what eight? I don't remember. No, it was after that. I think was it? Yeah, I think so. Blake is our chiropractor. Yeah, by the way, um, and training partner. Yeah, and apparently he's, he's a bite people. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> that is funny. Uh, folks, don't do that. Yeah, don't don't bite people. And you know, tell them nicely. Hey, we don't really bite people. <laughs> we don't bite in here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So don't get mad at them if they don't. Yeah, they don't do get mad at them if they bite you. Yeah, get mad at them. I mean, you can get mad at them if they bite you. That's not right. I would probably get mad. Biting at them. is never allowed anywhere. Well, most places. Um, <laughs> <laughs> moving on, uh, the the finger wrapping. But you know, if they don't know that, not to have that small joint manipulation, you stop and say, "Hey, whoop!" Start, you know, tap them and say, "Hey, you know." explain that that's small joint manipulation that we want to train and go to work. And so we don't really do that. You know, you grab yeah. either four fingers or no fingers. Right. Um, 
you know, the whole hand. So, uh, you know, that's something that, that is just a kind of a lesson that, that, um, that they'll remember. And if, you know what, if they don't, maybe they do it again. Say, Hey, just remember, we grab four fingers or no fingers and, and, you know, just, just move along because they don't know what they don't know. And it oftentimes takes three or four times of saying something before they get it. Right. Mm-hmm. Or before I get it anyway. What else? I'm going to say reaching out if they stop showing up. Facebook shaming them? Yeah. Not necessarily shaming. Yeah, just commenting on their personal family photos. Yeah. Being the only person to be like, what's up? Where you been? Like, great photo. We miss you in training. That's all you have to say. Looks like fun. We miss you in training. (laughs) It's true. Yeah. I don't know that it's gotten anybody back so far, but I enjoy it's, doing it. It's not, I don't think you've <laughs> ever seen someone come back from it, but <laughs> I don't know. Maybe eh, there hasn't been, but maybe reaching out to them or also, um, or also, you know, someone who has a really busy schedule and, um, and you know, maybe they've reached out to you and say, Hey, would you help me help hold myself accountable for this? I've had that. Yeah. And so just, just message them. Hey, you know, I'm going in, I'm going in Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. What two days can you come in and train with me? Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's, I think that's important. Something that, uh, something that I've done in the past. Are you going to reverse that on people and be like, I need you to hold me accountable. I'm going to train five days this week. Which days are you going to? I mean, <laughs> Um, yeah, you, you, you'll need to, I'm going to have you hold me accountable. No, I try. You don't care when you're not going. I can't really shame you into it. True. Well, that's because if I'm not going, it's a really good reason. Mm, When has there been a bad reason? I wouldn't say it's a bad reason. It just wasn't a great reason. Injury? It's not a bad reason. Yeah. You said you had a hurt knee and you took a couple days off. Yeah. Other people are out there getting better. (laughs) <laughs> agreed but now i'm back it's true uh usually if i think you're taking too many days off i just tell you what we learned and that does all the work for me it does yeah. it really pisses me off when we do cool shit and i miss it mm-hmm. i was pissed. I do the same thing to you i, I know, you know? I, I was pissed because the lesson we did the other night was like lesson three or something and that's something that i don't know how i've never seen before like while training like, I've just never, I'm like, oh, well, this saves me 14 steps every time I'm in this position. What was it? It was a choke from Technical Mount. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. The under, yeah. yeah. Yep. That was good. Yeah. I like that a lot. And it's, I've just not seen it. And I've never, like, seen it taught. And I've never seen that, like, present itself. Mm-hmm. And it's annoying. Were you there for the Oma Plata nope. stuff? Yeah, I thought nope. so. I've been trying to, I've been God, trying to work great. that in, and I can't. I have had no success. Like I'm trying to force that, and I. <laughs> Literally, everybody who's in that class is now Oma Platas all the time. I know. I know. <laughs> all the time. I am. That's annoying. I yeah. love it. It's yeah. Awesome. Uh, Oma Plata was my first ever advanced class, and I remember kind of looking at John like, "What?" So, <laughs> but I've not seen it again. Yeah, no, that was a great one. Yeah, you know, it'll come back around next year. True. 
<laughs> um, what else? What were we even talking about? Oh, I mean, yeah. Talking about positivity and stuff. I feel like we do all that. You know, I feel well, like yeah, you're, I think you're the we, most you have positive to, you person. Know, clean the mats, right? Help clean the mats. Help, uh, you know, help support teammates. You know, uh, and here's something that maybe, um, you know, support your teammates off the mat as well. Like uh, me, Manny, Randa, and Colin went, took the trip down Tuesday night down to uh, UNC Pembroke uh, to watch Garrett, who's phenomenal. Uh, blue belt he's a, a college wrestler as well and he um we went down there and watched him wrestle and man was that a such a great it, it makes me miss wrestling but you know i mean we're still doing a little wrestling but it just it it was so fun it, i forgot how fun and how exhilarating it is and how how it makes you feel it makes me feel inside just watching somebody it's like yeah. it's like whenever i'm watching you you know, I get more nervous when I'm watching you yeah, compete way. than yeah. whenever I'm watching or than I'm when I'm competing. I like watching my friends. Yeah. And um and it was just awesome. And shout out to to Garrett Hill. He he uh he dominated. I think he won ten three. Uh really dominant uh, performance in the uh the Braves won that um against Limestone. They were twenty first rank, Limestone was seventeenth rank, and they beat him in the duel. Um so really good and and so support you know um support your folks off the mat you know even stuff like support their small businesses you know share share the stuff you know to make sure that that that, you know they know that you care about their success on and off the mat both you know i think that's important i mean all my friends do jiu-jitsu so it's kind of that kind of came natural for me yeah yeah, I just don't have any other friends. You do not. Yeah, yeah. You didn't have any friends before jujitsu. That's my point. Yeah. <laughs> so the only way they're going to be the only ones. Yeah, true. So you got to support them in all facets. And I don't tend to like anybody that I meet outside of it. So <laughs> it doesn't seem to work out. They're stupid. Um, <laughs> or we try to convert them. That's Either way. True. Either way. Um. So very good, Philly. Tell the folks out there how they can help support if they wish to do so. BJJCampaignPodcast.com in the store. There's a bunch of cool options. I think the rash guard is the best. Uh, rash guard's great. Instagram. Yep. YouTube. Mm-hmm. And Facebook. Those yep. are the main ones. And join the Facebook group because there's memes sometimes. A lot of memes. There's going to be a poll up? There's going to be a poll. It's going to be a landslide, but you know, you can make it anyway. We'll see. And, uh, yeah, that's that. Um, also if, uh, you know, we mentioned any of those gifts that you want for your Christmas holiday, Barry defense uh, soap, defense soap. That's, that's, another, that's another a great one. That's, one. We forgot that yeah, one. We did forget yeah. that one that get the 72 ounce jug. That's mm-hmm. the, uh, pump. I've had the same, I've had the same one for three and a half years. No, I go through it about every year and a half. I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, it's huge. It is huge. It is big though. Um, but uh, yeah, that's a good one. But but you know, it send this podcast, share it with someone who uh, is a loved one that's looking for a gift. If you want one of those gifts, and mm-hmm. tell them to listen at whatever um, minute we talked about that in the podcast, mm-hmm. and uh, do that. Ladies um, only grappling camp. 
Oh yeah, you got the the role model uh, women's only grappling camp that um, AJ Clearman's putting on. It's in Indianapolis, Indiana. Nikki Sullivan, Hillary Van Ornum, they'll both be there as instructors, as well as many others. Uh, a rash guard is included. And guess what, folks? If you put BJJ campaign as the code at checkout, you will get 10% off that grappling camp. And, you know, um, unbelievable opportunity. It will fill up fast. I would say it'll probably be filled up before the, uh, before the first of the year. I so, would imagine. Yeah. so I would say, you know, they've expanded the numbers, uh, because they expanded it like three or four times last year. So I don't think they have room for expansion. Maybe they do, but, uh, get in there early and, um, and, uh, book your seat at the, uh, role model camp. And other than that, you're not out there doing something each and every day to make yourself better get out there and do it phil and i choose jujitsu we hope you do too this episode of the bjj campaign podcast is brought to you by speed pro east bay in alameda california in the heart of the san francisco bay area they're the source for premium visual solutions to spruce up your interior space from window decals and wall murals to conference room graphics and directional signage create a work environment that is tailored to your brand They'll not only print your custom graphics, but do installation as well. Visit eastbayspeedpro.com. That's E-A-S-T-B-A-Y-S-P-E-E-D-P-R-O.com. And mention the BJJ Campaign Podcast for 15% off your first order. Also, Eddie is a jiu-jitsu guy, so folks, go out there and support him. I'm about to feed him to the sharks right now. Get him hyped right now. Yeah. You know the ground is our Yeah Everybody that trains You know the game Yeah So let's get it uh. Slap it up, bump it and roll hey. Yeah, that's the way that it go Ain't no better way to better yourself in this game You're feeling the growth That's it's time on the mat, we put in the work Believe it ain't easy, I know you know. But we train for the love of the game The love of the art Now slap it up, bump it, let's roll, let's roll.